you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is there a link between social media and depression? Do Facebook and Instagram have a negative impact on your mental health? Well, it's complicated. Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm Dr. Jade Wu, and every week I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Sometimes scrolling through Instagram just makes you feel bad. You try not to envy your friends, but they always seem to be traveling somewhere cool, eating something fancy, or looking cute with their perfect just-rolled-out-of-bed hair. On the other hand, there are times when you laugh at funny memes, catch up with old friends, and feel happy to belong to fun social media communities. Clearly, social media isn't all bad. But people are increasingly opinionated about the potential problems of social media. Things like cyberbullying, screen addiction, and being exposed to endless filtered images that make it impossible not to make comparisons between yourself and others often make the news. In July, a big study came out in the uber-prestigious journal JAMA. It was titled Association of Screen Time and Depression in Adolescence. This big headline seemed to confirm what a lot of people have been saying, that screen time is horrible for young people. The study followed over 3,800 adolescents over four years as part of a drug and alcohol prevention program. Part of what the investigators measured was the teen's amount of screen time, including time spent on social media, as well as their levels of depression symptoms over time. One of their main findings was that the higher amounts of social media use were associated with higher incidences of depression. One of their main findings was that higher amounts of social media use were associated with higher levels of depression symptoms. That was true both when the researchers compared between people and compared each person against their own mental health over time. So, case closed? Not so fast. Before we end the debate once and for all, let's take a closer look at this and other studies. Let's ask ourselves, what exactly is the relationship between social media use and depression? Well, it turns out there are several caveats. Caveat number one, the association between social media use and depression is, on average, tiny. In this big JAMA study, the investigators compared social media use and depression between teens and found that those who use social media more had higher depression scores. 
Specifically, for every hour per day that one teen spent on social media more than her peers, she likely had a 0.64 point higher depression score. Within each teen, increasing their daily social media use by one hour was also associated with a 0.41 point increase to their own depression score. Now you may be asking, but what exactly does a 0.64 point increase mean? How much more depressed is that? Great question. Depression was measured on a 28 point scale, so these less than one point increases are tiny. For comparison, girls had depression scores that were, on average, 2.79 points higher than boys. And that's regardless of how much social media use they all had. In this sample of teens, an average boy would need to use social media for four to five more hours per day than his female peer, for his depression score to catch up to hers. So in this context, social media use doesn't really seem like the biggest fish to fry when it comes to addressing depression in young people. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only thirty dollars. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just thirty dollars at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun—yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu/accreditation. Caveat number two: Not everyone has the same relationship with social media. A different study published in 2018 identified five distinct types of social media users. I won't go into the nuts and bolts of every single type, but the take-home message was that problematic social media use was one of the main themes for people whose mental health was actually affected by social media. So, what makes for problematic use? The researchers adapted the Bergen Facebook Addiction Scale to cover all forms of social media. It includes questions like: You use Facebook in order to forget about personal problems. You feel an urge to use Facebook more and more, and you have tried to cut down the use of Facebook without success. You'll notice that these sound awfully similar to questions about other types of addiction, like alcoholism. You can have alcohol in your life without it being a problem. Or your alcohol use may become problematic. It's the same with social media. Caveat number three: We don't know if it's really social media use that's causing the depression. 
there's one really important thing to remember about survey research. Just because two things happen together, it's not necessarily true that one causes the other. For example, just because higher social media use co-occurs with higher levels of depression, that doesn't mean social media use caused depression. For all we know, it could be that people who are already more depressed choose to spend more time on social media. Another possibility is that something else entirely is causing some people to have both high levels of depression and social media use. For example, one interesting study shows that childhood maltreatment was associated with greater current social media use. The researchers discovered that having the experience of being mistreated as a child, for some reason, predicted using social media more as an adult. And it's certainly not hard to imagine that people mistreated in childhood also had higher levels of depression. So in this case, depression may have nothing to do with how much someone is using social media now. Instead, it could have everything to do with a totally different set of experiences they had as a child. There could be many other factors like this that we haven't even researched yet. Caveat number four, social media can be a double-edged sword. If you think that we shouldn't paint social media with one broad brush, I think you're on the right track. A 2018 study that reviewed all existing research specifically on LGB people's social media use showed that there are both benefits and drawbacks. On the one hand, LGB participants often described social media as a valuable way to cope with stress. It could also be a safe space where they could come out to a supportive community if they didn't have one in real life. On the other hand, cyberbullying via social media was also a common experience for these participants. Some also said that constantly checking their own social media profile was stressful. Alright, so what is the bottom line on social media and mental health? Is it good or bad? Well, it turns out, like many other psychological questions, this one isn't totally black and white. It's certainly possible that experiences like cyberbullying, comparing yourself to idealized images, and constantly monitoring your profile are bad for your mood. It's also true for many that social media offers community support and positive messages. Given the inconclusive research, I think it's safe to say that at least we shouldn't write off social media altogether. The key to benefiting from social media may lie in using it in moderation and to stay socially connected instead of using it as a crutch for coping with other stressors and mental health problems. So how do you know that you have red flags for having problematic social media use? Some of these red flags include noticing that social media use is interfering with your work or real-life relationships, being unable to enjoy real-life events because you're constantly thinking about your profiles, or finding it hard to cut down on your social media use. If you notice these red flags, it might be time to put down the screens for a moment, make eye contact with someone, and share a smile. You know, like sending a smiley emoji, except IRL. What are your thoughts on social media and mental health? I'd love to hear about your experiences. You can connect with me on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, I'm at QDT Savvy Psych. 
Or if you want to hear tidbits from me as Jade Wu, the sleep psychologist, I'm also on there as at Jade Wu PhD. If you want to make sure you never miss an episode, listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can get evidence-based psychology insights delivered straight to your inbox. Subscribe to the Savvy Psychologist newsletter. Savvy Psychologist is audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg and edited by Karen Hertzberg. As always, Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you next week for a happier, healthier mind. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.